Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 55, Emily's Change Story, Binge Eating. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, I am talking with Emily. Emily um, is someone who's been on my radar, someone I've been able to coach on and off, sometimes a little bit, sometimes a little more through the little school of big change for a while. So she she became aware of this understanding and this paradigm in my work. And I would kind of hear from her and get to talk to her a little bit and 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 then I would not. And then she would kind of go away for a bit and it would she would feel like she was maybe seeing a little bit and then she'd have a period of feeling like she wasn't seeing anything. And I'm so excited to share Emily's story because I really want you to hear a few things, but mostly listen in Emily's story for how it was for her to get a sense of who she was beyond her psychology and have her psychology running rampant at the same time. So often what starts to happen, this is a massive generalization, I'm sure, but often what starts to happen is we kind of get a sense of how our experience works, that it is experience, that it's just our psychology, that we don't have to take everything so seriously and personally. And at the same time, again, maybe before, maybe after, maybe at the same time, we start to feel kind of an inner peace and inner quiet. We start to feel what's there and what's always been there beyond all of that psychology, beyond our experience. So again, sometimes we get this big feeling of peace first. I don't even know, you know, it's not, it doesn't even make sense as I'm saying it to talk about first, second, third, but maybe we kind of glimpse that in a sense and that starts to grow in us. Maybe we really see, oh my gosh, I'm not my thinking, but we don't feel that right away. Maybe it's all of these things at once, who knows. But what tends to happen is that as we're exploring this, our mind gets a little more quiet. Our habits kind of settle down, fall away. They at least start to look different to us. And we continue to feel who we really are. We feel into that space beyond our psychology. Well, that happened for Emily as well, but it was really interesting for her because she got a huge feel for that space beyond her mind that I think she had never felt, not to that degree, maybe ever. And it blew her away. I mean, it really, really, she really had to take notice. She really said, wow, there is something to this. This is not who I am. This habit, this binge eating habit, these addictions I've had, not who I am all this thinking is not who I am. There's something more here. And for a long time, at the same time, she was kind of caught up in her habit. She was really caught up in her habit still. She was still kind of caught up in her experience. So from the outside, looking at Emily, it looked like, oh my gosh, she she's had these massive glimpses of this. Yet her head is still really busy and she's still kind of caught up in the same behaviors. Now, That happens. Everything doesn't fall away at once. I mean, that happens all the time. It's no big deal. But it was really kind of um, kind of extreme with her, and it was really fascinating to watch because the thing is, as I saw her kind of 
see more and more about what's there beyond all the noise, even though the noise was there, the noise was slowly starting to change for her and you could see it. Now, again, anybody, any old paradigm person might look at that and say, are you kidding me? Sure, she felt peaceful. Sure, she's bouncing back faster, but she's binge eating like crazy. Her eating disorder is off the rails. She's, you know, her mind is racing. She's feeling all this stuff. In that way of looking at it, it wouldn't have looked like anything was shifting for Emily, but it totally was. I knew it was because I know what to look for. It was completely shifting under the surface. So nothing had fallen away. If anything, a lot of that was worse, but she was different. You could see it. You could feel it when you talked to her and you could not see the evidence in our outside world, but we just knew it. And so it was this really fascinating place of just knowing she's she's gonna she's gonna come out of this like she's what she's seeing and what feels so true is going to continue to deepen and deepen and there's no way that these two things can coexist at once to that degree there's no way she's going to deepen into who she really is and and that she's completely healthy and always has been and that this binge eating habit is going to stick around in this way one of them's got to give And I knew which one it was. (laughs) And a lot of us did, watching her, Amanda did, like watching her in the school. We saw this and luckily we were right. And it's been so amazing to see her fully step into her health and just the way that she is in life. I know the way that, that she feels right now is so completely different than anything she ever thought was possible. So I'm super excited to share um, Emily's story with you in this episode. Hi, Emily. Thank you so much for being here on Changeable. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm really, um, really looking forward to this conversation about your change and how it's gone for you because I just know the little that I've seen about it, maybe it's not that little, but... Um, you know, the, what I've seen from you over the past year or more is, um, it's just really, really cool. (laughs) So I won't, I won't tease it much longer. Let's kind of get into it. So if you could maybe, um, tell everyone a little bit about like what you were struggling with and how things were for you before you came across all this. Um, yeah. Okay. That would be great. Um, so I guess for me, what brought me to the school was, um, I guess a pretty serious eating disorder. But, um, you know, before that it started with, um, pretty serious, like addiction problems before that. Um, you know, when I was a teenager, I I suffered pretty serious, um, a drug, uh, like a drug abuse problem. And, um, I guess what kind of happened was I, I, um, ended up in a rehab when I was really young and, I got clean from, um, from a drug, from a drug problem, um, and ended up in like a 12 step fellowship and, um, did really well in that 12 step fellowship. Like I had sponsees and I did the steps and lots of service. And, um, but I guess, um, what kind of happened is even though I was clean for a long time from drugs, um, I really replaced the drugs with the food. Um, so, you know, and I really started instead of using drugs, really use food. Like I would, I would use drugs and, um, basically the same way, like that same craziness into that same level. Um, you know, like driving around, um, having to get food at, you know, all costs and, um, literally kind of the same way. Like I won't go into too much detail, but, um, you know, like, um, kind of going to the supermarket, not even being able to wait, like having kind of tubs of ice cream and 
not even being able to wait to like use a spoon, like to, to eat it. And, um, you know, I guess words can't even just really describe it. Um, Amy, just that level of kind of severity and, and that pain that, um, that I was in with it. Cause I was so, so confused because, um, for so long, I, I just, um, for so long, my value was like health and I really wanted to, to be healthy. And it was just, it was just, it was crazy. And, um, even though I wasn't using drugs, like externally, um, everything looked okay on the outside. Um, like I was going to university, uh, I had a really good job at this stage, but I was probably as miserable as what I was when I was in serious active addiction. Um, and I guess when I came to you, I was, I was serious. I was in a really, really bad shape. Um, like I said, like ex- externally everything looked okay, but the misery that I was in with, with this um, restriction and the binging and the eating disorder, um, it was just the next level. But I guess what also was, um, I guess how I was also really suffering was my, my health had gotten really, really bad by the time I'd found you. Um, you know, it's probably probably a bit too much to disclose, but I think it's really important in case someone's really listening is when I found you, I had, um, you know, I had lost my period. Um, you know, I had severe constipation. Um, like for, I hadn't been to the toilet probably in over two years. Um, you know, I'd, I'd get like stabbing pains in my stomach where I could, you know, I couldn't, every time I'd eat, I'd get these cramps and then I didn't want to think about, so I'd go and binge and then I'd cry because I, you know, I knew that was causing it. And then that, and then I'd, then that, you know, then I'd have to compensate and just that awful cycle. So when I found you, I was just such a, I was a mess, you know, just an absolute mess. And, and those words, they don't even cut it. Like they just don't cut the, the pain, the agony. So yeah, that, that's, that's the beginning of that that journey. You know, it really um, it really speaks to. There's so many people out there that that think, oh, well, eating disorder. That's not like a drug addiction. You know, that's not like being an alcoholic. Like innocently, right? People kind of have this way. I think we all probably do of sort of like rank ordering what's the worst and what's the best. And I've seen this over and over again that it has. It, it's not about what it is where doing or using, anything can be really, really, really horrible, like what you describe. And anything can be, you know, something that we're just kind of dealing with and using on the side, but isn't that big a deal for us, you know? So I love, you know, in that it really speaks to that. It's like, you were clean from drugs. Awesome. That's great. But like you say, you're, you were in just as much misery, if not more at times than you were before. And it's, it's just really great yeah. to see that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So what kinds of things were you doing then, if anything, um, to try to help yourself? Like, were you doing things specific to <laughs> stopping eating disorders or like, what, what were you kind of trying? Oh gosh. Like, I think when I say everything, I mean everything. I, so I was already, so I was in a 12 step fellowship. So I'd done the steps um, in that fellowship several times I'd done counseling, CBT, um, you know, I'd even done the tapping, you know, I'm not sure if you've heard of tapping, but healing work. Um, absolutely. I've tried absolutely everything. And I think, um, that's what had gotten me more stuck. So, um, but I think also by doing that, 
I could really see that by the time I had found you, I could really see that all this was created by my thinking. Like I could see that like even with um, my severe constipation and the food and everything, I could see, oh, my goodness, like this is so created by all my thoughts. But I just didn't know how to stop it or get any separation from it or, you know, and all that that work I was doing, it just made me more confused by keeping food journals, um, you know, stopping when I'm hungry, starting when I'm full. Um I'm kind of like, I'm probably jumping around a little bit, but the best thing joining the school, Amy, was throwing out all those bloody journals. Like I just have so <laughs> many diaries and so many journals and so many, I'm going to do this exercise regime and I'm going to think this thought today. And, and if I think this thought tomorrow, I'm going to turn it around and think this. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's exhausting. I was so exhausted. Like, yeah. Absolutely exhausted. Yeah, I mean, and that has a has an upside because people unfortunately get so exhausted that they finally throw their hands up, right, and say like, oh, "Okay, none yeah. of this is working." And then they sometimes are open to hearing something new. But um, you know, like what you described, me too. I mean, it's so common, and I love, and you know now because you've been around the school for a while. I love seeing people who are at that place where they're just so scared to death, but also just giddy with excitement at being able to just throw the journals away and not have to track anything or try for anything. You know, it's so different after such yeah. a long time of trying to manage everything we think and feel. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how did it go for you when you first came across this understanding after trying all these other things? Is it something that, um, you took two right away or that you heard something in right away or was it kind of off and on? How was that? Oh gosh, Amy, in the beginning, it was so hard for me. Um, you know, I really, really heard something. Um, you know, I think I just had tried, I tried something. Um, I tried everything and oh gosh, I, I really heard, I guess, some hope in this understanding and it was just so gentle and kind and loving. But, um, you know, I had so many different beliefs and so many different conditions that it was, it was kind of hard to, to lose all of those um, different beliefs. But I remember I'd come into the school and, you know, I'd come, I would come to the group calls and I would literally be crying, like crying with, I'd just binged and everything. I hadn't gone to the toilet in two weeks and everything's a disaster. And, um, you know, everything kind of external and um, you and Amanda would kind of really gently just say things like, well, just zoom out on that and kind of forget the words and just sit with that feeling, like forget the words. And I would like lose my mind in that, like, what, what do you mean forget the words? And I'd kind of just really try to to do that. And for the first time, like probably my whole life, I'd experienced like just some silence, like forget those words and I'd be like, whoa, like underneath all of that, there was some peace and, and I'd feel that and I'd be like, oh my goodness. And I don't know, as soon as I felt that for the first couple of times, I was like, wow, this is bigger than I'd, anything I could ever experience or ever had imagined. And, um, but I don't know, it, it took so long and because I'd go, I'd feel that and then I'd go back to these crazy habits and behaviours. And and I think for so long I'd try to turn that into a process. Like I'd try to turn feeling like 
that piece into, okay, now I've got to feel that piece and turn it into a process like because I'd done that for so long. Um, so it definitely wasn't easy and it didn't, didn't happen overnight and um, it's probably the hardest, most easiest thing to do really. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I love that because it speaks to how things went for you before. It was like you saw something about drug addiction. You saw something about your other habits and addictions and you saw enough for the for you to not do those things anymore. But then before you knew it, your mind was back up to its old tricks and now it was around food and then it would be around something yeah. else. And so when we see this all the time. I love that that it becomes about how, how to feel that peace, how to have an insight, how to get it, how to get an A plus in the little school of big change. Like it's just yeah. our mind up to the same old tricks. But the you know, it gets lighter and a little more easier to find the humor in as we go. And it's such a beautiful learning, learning, you know? So I remember seeing you in that place where where you first kind of were touching that piece and like, whoa, this is a game changer. I didn't know that was in there. I didn't know that feeling was there, you know? And then again, as we do, it's like little mind jumps in and how do I get more? And, you know, so it's just so cool to see that. Yeah. And I love too what you said. Um, so a little bit earlier, you said that you you knew it had something to do with your thinking. Like right before maybe you came across this new paradigm, you were in a place where you knew it was about your thinking. But then it sounds like you were kind of afraid of your thinking. Like you'd wake up and say, oh, please don't let that thought show up. You know, so it's like you you got that piece, but then thinking still looks scary. And and so how how was that? So like, how did it go for you that, thinking stopped looking scary, if you remember. Oh, gosh. You know, Amy, it was, it wasn't easy. Oh, it was, it was the hardest, most scary thing ever. Like thinking is so scary. Like I, it, you know, and sometimes I can still get really caught up in it, but it just looks so much different today. And, and I'll talk about that as well, because it's, I'm just seeing it so differently. But um, I guess that first little thing, it was, seeing you know I just so knew that it was thought that I just could didn't know any like I didn't know how to really I was so caught up in it but um I guess for me it's like I just couldn't self-will another diet anymore like I guess by the time towards the end like um and I think this is what kept me so long even in the school like I was still like I feel so much peace but then I'd still have this but no I've got to do another diet and no I've got to be thinner and I had all these like rules and like even though I knew they were absolute junk like I knew they weren't true but like I just had these stupid rules in my head that I had to be a certain way and look a certain way um but towards the end because I could see so clearly it wasn't thought I couldn't self-will another stupid diet anymore like so and it got really scary towards the end Amy because um I was actually binging like I'd never binged in this understanding towards the end before I really found um, a lot of peace. I um, was binging like I'd never binged before in my whole life. Like it was full on and um, and I didn't have any self-will to kind of pull myself out and go, all right, tomorrow I'm going to start a new diet and it's going to be different. And I'm just like, I, I just thought I can't do that anymore. Um but it was so much different because at that night instead where I used to be like, that's it, you know, where I wanted to punish myself and 
um, do all sorts of awful things. Instead, I'd lay in bed and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm actually okay. Like underneath all of that, even though my mind would be like, you're fat, can't believe you've done that, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I'd even like smile and like, ah, like even though I've had this crazy binge, like you're still okay. And I'd feel this like, it was just incredible. Like even though the most scariest thing in the world's happening to me, what I would think is like being in this crazy binge for so long, I'm still okay. And that was just, that was massive for me. So to kind of see, starting to see that in the most, like in my type of scary thought, um, I think that's when I really started to see, um, be okay. Like, and it, it just looks, started to look so different for me. Like, be okay in that kind of scenario, like the scariest scenario I could ever imagine. Um, you know, that's that was massive. So, yes, yeah. I I'm so happy that you're talking about this because this is going to be so helpful to to people to hear. It's it, it sounds crazy to someone who is really caught up in a habit and maybe isn't so familiar with this understanding to say, oh, how is she better off really if she's still binging, maybe binging worse than ever, right? Still in the actions, but but she's smiling about it a minute later and she's and she knows she's okay. Like, you know, to, to someone who's not familiar with this, that sounds crazy and it doesn't sound desirable at all. Now, to me, to me watching it, and that's a part, again, because we think if we if we aren't disgruntled and hard on ourselves, we'll never change. Like like that's just what we've been told is how we need to change. We need to get disciplined and hard. And if we're smiling and think we're thinking we're okay, we're just doomed. But I have to tell you, like watching you and there have been others, and and for you it was just really notable watching you with kind of one foot in this huge piece, this acceptance, this knowing you're okay in a way that you hadn't previously and still doing your habit at times. And like you said, sometimes worse than ever. But but what you just described, like at the same time, knowing you were okay, bouncing back so much more quickly, it was, there was absolutely no question in my mind that this habit was just going to fall away for you soon. Now, did you know that? Like, could I convince you of that all the time? I don't know. Probably not. But I just want you and everybody to to know, you know, listening to kind of know that's how it goes sometimes is you have, you're, you're really feeling into this deeper truth of things and the machine brain that you have is still going, you know, going through its old motions but but the the bouncing back more quickly, the knowing that you're okay, it was like I just know those scales are going to continue to tip in that healthy direction, and so it's just so cool to see. And I think it's a really we haven't talked about like pulled out that piece of how it goes sometimes on the podcast much or anywhere. So I think it's really valuable for people to to hear your story in that regard. Yeah, and I guess what um was really big for me, um, Amy, especially coming from this, you know, valuing kind of my weight and what I looked like for so long. It just kept me in, I think I could have gone, you know, I, I reckon that I could have gotten this understanding so much quicker, but I just kept so stuck and I had to be this certain weight and look this certain way. And, um, and when I really let it go, I think I was telling you, um, you know, I, um, 
I kind of let go of what weight I needed to be. And this is massive. Like this would be for someone who had depression or anxiety, like letting kind of, I'm not sure what the equivalent would be, but this is just so massive. Um, I kind of let go of um, the weight that I was going to be. And this was so scary. And used to talk about just kind of feeling to that unknown. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like what, how, how, what do you mean? What I need to be this certain weight to be okay. And, um, it was so funny because I just got back from a family holiday and I'd went the year before and I was 15 kilos lighter. And I swear I was so miserable. Everyone hated being around me. Like, um, and I just, and I've just gotten back and I was 15 kilos heavier nothing fit me and I just had an absolute ball. I was drinking cocktails with my family on the beach. Like people wanted to be around me. Um, and you know, that's how it was going to look. And if you had said to me, you know, this is going to be your weight, I'd be like, no way. I can't be like that. Um, and I was just blown away. And we, we talk about, it's going to be even better in the school. Amanda used to say things like, it's going to be even better than what you can imagine if you mm-hmm. just like, if you can feel into that, like if you can forget, if you can just relax into it. And I'm like, no, I can't though. Like I need it. I need to be this certain way. And, um, and she's so right. Like me being 15 kilos heavier is that it actually felt being lighter. So, um, it just uh, blows, it's just cool. blown my, it's blown my mind, Amy. You've blown, yeah, you've blown my mind, honestly. <laughs> I, that's God. so cool be, because, you know, because you're in that, in that place of, of thinking I have to be this weight, I have to be this weight, and then trying to make your mind okay with, okay, but what am I not? And how, what if I'm not? And how can I be okay with that weight, if that makes sense? But you can't do it like that. <laughs> you know, you can't, like, like a mind that, that is obsessed with something, you can't make it, you know, think it's okay to have something other than what it's obsessed with. So, yes. so that's, I think, what Amanda means or meant when she said, you know, it's going to be even better is it's like, no, you're going to rise above all of this. Your yes. mind isn't going to be telling you that you should have that weight. So whatever your weight is, a whole level of freedom is available to you regardless of that, like on a whole different plane. But when we're obsessed with the plane we're on, it's like, you know, it's impossible to, to feel into that. Yeah. And I love that. Cause even now it's, um, like, even when I have, um, you know, like my mind's really busy or, um, I'm having a bad day. And sometimes now, like I can be really caught up in that. And because I've seen it on such a bigger level, like I'll just have this little cheeky smile to myself now, I mean, and I'll still <laughs> go back to that madness that I was in, but I know like it might be a minute later, or it might be an hour later, or it could even be later that night. Like I know that I'll come back to that health, my, like my true health eventually. And I just know that it's not going to be that serious again. Like, you know, so I know I'm caught up in that crazy madness right now, but oh, well, like it's all going to be good soon. So not to stress. So and I'm yeah. like, this is the most craziest <laughs> person you've ever met, like a couple of years ago. So, um, who couldn't even go to the toilet. Now I don't even think about, you know, I'd seen these specialists, um, you know, it's just, yeah, I'm just, honestly, I just owe you everything, Amy. It's just, it's just incredible. <laughs> oh, I'm so grateful for you sharing your story with everyone. Cause I know there are people on so many levels. I mean, with this, yeah. with the eating related issues and, and all of the health things that come along with that in particular, for sure. And it's not something that many people are willing to talk about. So I'm super grateful for you for talking about it. And, and, you know, whatever anyone is up against to just hear, 
how this went for you and the hope that's in there. And that, you know, so much of what I'm hearing is like just letting go of how you think it needs to look in order for you to be okay. And then you get to step into something that's way better than you could have ever imagined anyway. Oh gosh, yeah. And just fun. And it's just like so much fun and laughter and, you know, and it's just sometimes it's not that good and that's okay. And just who cares, but in a, an okay way, you know? So it's just, oh yeah, I just, yeah, I just hope. I just remember, because I remember I used to binge so much, Amy, and I used to listen to your podcast while I was binging through the drive through and just try to get hope. Like that's how it was in such desperation, you know? So Gosh, I just my heart just goes out to anyone that is in that same um, that same kind of that same desperation, and just there is just so much hope, and um, we already have it within us. Like it's so much easier, but, but yeah, like you said, just letting go what it kind of looks like is so scary. So yeah. so scary, but so so rewarding when you just look in that direction like you did. So yeah. it's so great. Yes, oh, awesome. Oh, thank you so much, Emily, for sharing your story. And it's just, I I can't tell you how happy I am for for where you are and for all that's shifted for you. And yeah, just really, really grateful that you shared with us. So thank you. Amy, thank you. I'm so grateful for you. I just love you so much. And I love the school. And honestly, you've changed my whole life. Like I'm just such a different person than I could have ever imagined. And it's seriously all because of you. So thank you. The Little School of Big Change is a curated and crafted series of short lessons, animations, and conversations that walk you through an understanding of this new paradigm with an eye toward greater peace of mind and freedom from habits, overthinking, and anxiety. It's also a live course and a thriving community where I guide you through those life-changing lessons myself, coaching you along the way. If you want to peek inside the school, check out the Little School of Big Change highlight series at thelittleschoolofbigchange.com slash highlights. The highlight series shares five short highlights from various lessons in the school that will begin to show you a brand new way to view yourself and your experience. Sign up to have the free video series sent to you at thelittleschoolofbigchange.com slash highlights. Highlights.